The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I'm going now to prepare a place for you. And after I've gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, let us see the Father, and then we shall be satisfied. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, said Jesus to him, and still you do not know me. To have seen me is to have seen the Father. So how can you say, let us see the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak as from myself. It is the Father living in me who is doing this work. You must believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe it on the evidence of this work, if for no other reason. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes in me will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works, because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. To come out with objective, dogmatic statements is not a popular thing to do. Modern society worships political correctness and tolerance of everything as the crowning virtue of the model citizen. The irony of this, of course, is that modernity is dogmatically intolerant when it comes to objective truth. And so, in many ways, it cannot tolerate Christianity. It's odd, really, how Christian truth has become so abhorrent to so many in our own land. The coronation yesterday was thoroughly imbued with Christian imagery and symbolism. Even the the vestments, the copes that all the bishops wore, they came from the Catholic Church. They were loaned by Westminster Cathedral 
because Westminster Abbey and St. Paul's didn't have enough matching vestments. (laughs) How things have changed. And they demonstrated the principles on which our country is built. And yet, and yet nowadays so many reject their heritage, reject Christ, and reject the truth. It is not popular to be a Christian, to be a Catholic. It's not popular to speak objective truth. Fortunately, Christianity is not a popularity contest. Jesus was not interested in being popular. He was interested in one thing, love. But out of love comes truth. And truth cannot be watered down or denied. For if truth is watered down, denied or lessened in some way, it will compromise the reality of love. Love cannot and is not based on a lie. Love is always based on truth. And the truth, the truth, brothers and sisters, is not an idea. It's not an abstract or a concept. The truth has a, per- has, has a face. The truth is a person. Truth is Jesus Christ. No one comes to the Father except through him. Let's think about this for a moment. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. If we want to know how to live our lives, we look to him. He is the truth. Jesus doesn't speak truth. He is truth incarnate, the truth made flesh. In Jesus, we discover the meaning and purpose of our lives and the truth about God and ourselves. And that's for everyone. That's for everyone. That's a universal truth. In following Christ Jesus, in modeling our lives on his life, we are fully alive. For Jesus is the life. The fullness of life is found in him. Life without Jesus isn't a full life. Life without Jesus isn't a full life. There is something always missing, something profoundly lacking. We need to listen very carefully to this homily today. Because people didn't yesterday and they started arguing with me afterwards. So if you're feeling a bit angry or you're feeling that I'm having a go at you, I'm not. Listen to the subtleties of this because this is important. This is important. Jesus and only Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Only Jesus has the power to raise the dead and give new life. No other religion. No other ideology. No other philosophy, no other person can make this claim and back it up. If you don't believe that, get out. Because that's what we're about. Jesus is alive. That's what we're celebrating. If you do not have that faith, ask Jesus for it or stop practicing. Because it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. We need to be clear on this. Modern thinking seems to propose the idea that there are many ways to God. 
And as long as you're pretty much a nice person, then somehow that is enough. Well, that's not true. There are not many paths and many roads to God. There is only one road and one path, Jesus Christ. Buddha, Muhammad, Aristotle, Plato, even King Charles. No person, however great, however learned, has power over life and death. Only Jesus is the one who can save us from our sins. Only Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Let us all be clear on this point. All religions are not the same. I wouldn't be standing here doing this if all religions were the same. It'd be easier to be, I don't know, a Baptist probably. Yes, there are some similarities. But similarities do not make things the same or even equal. Consider the example of two paintings. Created perhaps even with the same palette and the same object. One painting by a child, another by a professional artist. Are they the same? No. Are there similarities? Yes. You could hardly say they're the same. Even if two professional artists painted two same pictures, they wouldn't be the same. There'd be similarities, but they would be different. Now, this does not mean... Here we get into the subtleties. Now, this does not mean that we belittle other religions. We must be sensitive loving, respectful of people's beliefs. And establishing common ground is not only helps dialogue and build human fraternity, but will help people recognize Jesus. And for those people who do not know Jesus, who do not profess a faith in Christ, the way to God is much harder. The path is harder to see. But And this is the important point. It's the same path. It's the same way. Jesus Christ. It's a subtle distinction which is important to remember. It is possible. It is possible for non-Christians to be saved. God can save who he likes. And those who through no fault of their own are following the dictates of their heart and doing good, God can save them. I'm sure God does. But it's a much harder task. It's much harder for someone who does not know Jesus to enter the fullness of life because they do so without the help of the sacraments, without the life of grace, without the word of God. And God's life, that fullness of life, begins here now when we profess Christ. And without the help of God's grace, that's difficult to live. So we must always preach Christ, try to reach people with the saving good news of the gospel. But whoever is saved, and God knows that, not us, is always saved by Jesus. The Muslim, the Jew, the Hindu, the atheist who gets to heaven, right? I just said that because people didn't hear this bit yesterday. Only Christians can go to heaven, Father. Sorry, were you listening? The Muslim, the Jew, the atheist, the Hindu that finds themselves in heaven gets there by Jesus Christ. 
by his merits and by his victory on the cross. How? That's a whole theological course, which I haven't got time to go into right now. However, C.S. Lewis can help us out with a nice, pretty image. I'm reminded of the scene at the end of C.S. Lewis's um, uh, Narnia saga, The Last Battle. And as the saga concludes, Aslan the lion, who is the god in the Narnia stories, he returns in all his glory to judge the living and the dead. Now, during the last days, all kinds of false religions, anti-Aslans, as it were, had appeared to deceive people. Sound familiar? In this beautiful scene, one of the servants of Tash, Tash is a false god, had realised that he'd been following a false religion all his life. And he meets Aslan face to face. Overwhelmed. He expects to be destroyed. But instead, C.S. Lewis writes, The glorious one bent down his golden head and touched my forehead with his tongue and said, Son, thou art welcome. But I said, Alas, Lord, I am no son of thine, but the servant of Tash. He answered, Child, All the service thou hast done to Tash, I account as service done to me. Brothers and sisters, let us always run to Jesus. For salvation comes only from Christ. Only Jesus can save us. Only Jesus forgives our sins. Only Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And we come to the Father through him. Amen. Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of St. Mark's, Ipswich, for the fifth Sunday of Easter, year A. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. Hello and thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of St. Mark's in Ipswich, go to stmarksparish.org.uk. If you'd like to check out my blog, go to fatherlukegoymore.com. God bless you and see you next time.